Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 7 of Soul Food titled Presence. In this episode, we're going to cover the importance of preparing the heart for the prayer. We'll talk about how presence of heart is the essence of the prayer, the salah. And then lastly, we'll talk about being still, physically still, as a means to attain presence of heart. As we're going through this book, Al-Uhud Al-Muhammadiyah, The Divine Lights of the Prophetic Way, I hope that these insights of Imam al-Sha'rani are helping you develop a deeper appreciation for the acts of worship. That you see that everything in this religion, everything in the sunnah of the Prophet has a wisdom and purpose and a special blessing. And Imam al-Sha'rani in the next section, he tells us that we have to prepare in advance for the prayer and that we fill the time in between the prayers with things that are good for the heart, that are beneficial for the heart. But if we fill the time between the prayers with things that harden the heart, that actually works against us and is an impediment to having presence of heart. And what we really want to do in these acts of ibadah and in the spiritual path, what we really want if we are seeking that degree where the Prophet ﷺ said that you worship Allah as though you see Him, is in order for us to be able to do that, we want to have a state of heart where we take from the prayer the state of heart that we have in the prayer and it extends outside of the prayer into the rest of our lives. So that our regular day-to-day life has a state of heart with Allah that resembles the prayer and borrows from the prayer. So Imam al-Sha'rani says, in order to prepare for the upcoming prayer, you have to protect your heart in between those times. So he mentions a few things that harden the heart and things that soften the heart. So he says, in order for us to not harden our hearts, we should not overfill our stomachs with food. When we become really full, it actually hardens the heart spiritually. And even if you think about it physically, if you eat a lot of food, and then you try to read a book, or you try to focus on a particular task, or you even do something physically, you feel lethargic. It's harder to focus. You feel that your body is overtaken because you filled your stomach too much. So not filling our stomachs with food helps us actually be ready and prepared for the upcoming prayer. The next thing he mentions is avoiding harmful speech, backbiting and gossip and getting into things that are not really important and that are distractions. The Prophet ﷺ said, مِنْ حُسْنِ إِسْلَامِ الْمَرْءِ تَرْكُهُ مَا لَا يعني. It is from the excellence of a person's Islam to leave aside 
that which does not benefit one. Another thing that we can do to prepare for the prayer is to recite the Qur'an. That we should have regular recitation of the Qur'an and that puts our hearts in a place where we're ready for the salah. And lastly, he mentions being mindful that Allah always sees you. Having this muraqaba, this vigilance and awareness that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always sees you. And if you think about it, if you use a worldly example, if you have an important appointment, you think about it far in advance. You might even prepare weeks in advance. Or if you were called to court to stand before a judge or to meet with a president or king, and you are totally unprepared, you're taken by surprise, you probably wouldn't leave a good impression on the individual you're standing before. The same applies to our salah. And for those who love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not only are they prepared for the prayer, they look forward to the next prayer. And one of the categories of people who will be granted shade on the day of judgment is someone whose heart was attached to the masajid, to the mosques, because they love the salah. They look forward to the prayer. They complete one prayer, they look forward to the next one, and so forth, because they love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This brings us to the next point. Presence of heart is the essence of the salah. Imam al-Sha'rani, he says, strive to have presence with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in all actions of worship, for it is the spirit of worship. The essence and the spirit of ibadah is presence of heart. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Establish the prayer to remember me. It is to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if we're not present in the prayer, if we're not really remembering him, then we've missed the whole point and purpose of salah. And the outward aspects of the salah, wudu, reciting Qur'an, the Fatiha, the various movements, ruku' and sujood, bowing and prostrating, all of these are essential in order to reach the reality of the salah and have true presence of heart. We need those outward aspects and we also need the inner dimension as well. And our prayer is alive according to the degree of how present our hearts are. One of my favorite stories is of Sayyidina Ali Zayn al-Abideen, the great-grandson of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wasallam. He was once praying in a mosque and there was a big pillar in the mosque that collapsed suddenly. And after he completed his prayer, he saw that a large group of people had gathered there. And he asked them, what's going on? What is this big crowd, what are you doing here? They said this huge pillar in the masjid collapsed and it made this loud sound that everyone heard. So everyone came to see what happened. Didn't you hear it? And he said, no, I was in the prayer. I was standing before Allah. I was so present on the majesty and the beauty and the perfection of my Lord that even the sensory things of this world that would get other people's attention, that would be almost extremely difficult to avoid hearing and to ignore, I wasn't aware of that because of the magnitude of standing before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These are people who are communing 
intimately with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's what Allah calls you to in the salah. But you have to have presence of heart. Which brings us to the final point, being still to attain presence of heart. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, إِنَّ الْعَبْدَ إِذَا صَلَّى فَلَمْ يُتِمَّ صَلَاتَهُ خُشُوعَهَا وَلَا رُكُوعَهَا وَأَكْثَرَ الْإِلْتِفَاتَ لَمْ تُتَقَبَّلْ مِنْهُ If when a servant prays, he does not complete his prayer by giving it its due reverence, nor bowing completely, the various physical motions as well as the action of the heart having reverence, khushur. And the Prophet says, he looks around a lot. Then the prayer is not accepted from him. So we need to be people who are still in our salah. We don't move around unnecessarily and that actually helps us attain presence of heart. I remember when I was growing up, there would be people who would fidget extensively in the salah. They would fix their watches, move around their clothes, fix their hat, whatever it may be. And Imam al-Ghazali says, if you are standing in front of a king who's a human being just like you and I, you'd be filled with awe and very calculated in your movements. And Allah deserves infinitely more consideration and respect. So we shouldn't move around and fidget around and think about other things, but rather we should have stillness of the body. And stillness of the body helps us have presence of heart. In reality, the heart is the master and the limbs follow suit. So a higher degree is that the heart is present before Allah and then naturally the limbs follow suit. But if we struggle with that, then we can start with bringing stillness to our limbs, not moving around, and that that will impact our heart. And also we should pray in a place that doesn't have a lot of distractions. That also helps us be more present and have stillness before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This brings us to the call to action. Be ready for the next prayer by being in a state of wudu before its time even enters. One of the best things that you can do is already be in a state of wudu. And in the meantime, avoid those things that don't concern you. Oftentimes the shaitan will try to get in the way by making you focus on problems or distractions that really are not that important. So just avoid them altogether. And when you do those two things, having wudu and not getting caught up in things that are really not important, you will see how much easier it is to be present in the salah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us His enabling grace and to give us presence of heart and that Allah lifts the veil between us and Him so that we are able to witness the highest and holiest beauty and majesty and that we are present with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and have an intimate connection to Him. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.